Tonight, a mere two days, or really one day and some change, until our butts are in theaters seeing The Force Awakens for the first time. It's Tuesday. That means Steve Glosson is with us. But I've got another very special guest that I'm going to bring in. We're going to be talking about these final hours leading into The Force of Freaking Wake. Falcons flight with destiny. I just don't know if I have uh, full control of my emotions, ladies and gentlemen. It's Riley Bland from StarWarsReport.com, host of this here podcast, Star Wars Tonight. So glad you guys are joining us. I'm going to bring in a very special guest for today's episode. It's Bethany Blanton, everybody. What's going on, Bethany? Well, hello, everyone. I am counting down mere hours left. Mm. Until we see The Force Awakens mm. with a bunch of friends. Mm. <laughs> yes, yes, you are. And, uh, and I'm, I'm counting down the much fewer hours until Steve Glosson shows up at our house. Steve Glosson, once again, joining us on this Tuesday. How's it going, Steve? It's going well. The right lane is closed, and, uh, <laughs> and I'm still rolling along, though. I'm on I-16 right now. We'll be connecting to 75 soon. Excellent, excellent. Well, wow, you're making good time, sir. You're making good time. Yes, that's sir. It. So that's right, folks. If, you don't, if you're not aware, if you've not been following this journey, um, Steve Glosson is driving from his house in Hazelhurst, Georgia, to our house in Fayetteville, Georgia. Uh, Georgia. And Georgia. Georgia. <laughs> and, Georgia. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, we're going to both drive, uh, all three of us, in fact, going to drive all the way to Austin, Texas, to see The Force Awakens at the Alamo Drafthouse Theater. Uh, this Thursday evening, um, and it's it's going to be an absolute blast. We're going to have a great show for you guys tonight. We're talking about really just kind of uh, we're closing it up really because this is the last episode we do. There's a possibility of one tomorrow. I make no promises. I might have to pull out the Zoom sometime tomorrow if we get a chance. Uh, but uh, but for all intents and purposes, like right here in this very hallowed studio that I've constructed during the time of this very show's broadcast uh, run. Uh, it's it's definitely a time of closing. Yesterday I was a little bit melancholy, not going to lie. Monday's episode uh, had special guests Carl and Jason from the Wampus Lair, and uh, uh, Justin called in for a few minutes, and it, I was kind of feeling down. It's the end of an era as we no longer, I mean, the idea of per, you know participating in the anticipation, it's just, it's kind of sad. But today I'm just, I, I feel the exact opposite, and I'm like, all right, it can be over now. I just, can it be Friday, please? Because the press screenings are going, my friends are going to see the movie now. It's like, can it be Friday? I want to have seen this movie yesterday. Uh, So my emotions are kind of all over the place. Uh, Steve, uh, where's your head at? Uh, I'm I'm keeping my eyes focused on the road. I will say this, earlier, as I'm driving along, the skies are clear, and a shooting star goes across the sky. (gasps) 
Nice. And, that could, and I just feel like that's a, I don't believe in omens, but man, that's a good one. Oh, wow. I think so. I think so. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. Bethany, you're, uh, where's your head at uh, now that we're uh, just mere hours from uh, launching? Oh, well, see, <clears throat> my, my head has been really weird recently with Star Wars oh. because <laughs> at no comment, Steve. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so uh, basically over Thanksgiving, you know, I got incredibly, incredibly sick. I got my wisdom teeth out. I got really sick. I had finals. I had this raging fever, and I just basically got taken out of Star Wars entirely by life circumstances. And so really, it was just in the past few days when I had my last few finals that it hit me like a ton of bricks. And I was like, there are no more finals. Steve is coming. Christmas is coming. Star Wars is coming. And there, there is now no limit to my level of excitement. And I, I, it's like I, I woke up and all of a sudden the entire world is full of Star Wars. Like, yeah. bam. I, I, it, feels like, it feels like Mark Herleman has rubbed off on all of us. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, perfect. Uh, more than I'm comfortable to admit. Uh, <laughs> No man. So now, oh, 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 sorry. Go ahead. Did Did you happen to watch the red carpet last night? I sure did, sir. <laughs> I caught most of it live, and then caught the rest of it this morning uh, on the uh, on the YouTube channel that they put up. And, and I assume you did, sir. Yeah. Uh, listen. Hey, Carrie Fisher. Can she get <laughs> any more out of control? <laughs> but B, I felt so badly for my girlfriend who doesn't know she's my girlfriend. Uh, Andrea Gutierrez, D. Goots on the Twitter, um, <laughs> that, I mean, that George Lucas was just giving her nothing at all. Like, oh. bless George's heart, it's almost like, yeah, I'm here because I have to be. And so, like, what are these movies we're going to, uh, you'll never see them! You'll never see them! <laughs> <laughs> never! He's sort of like, I'm this that- for my friends! <laughs> Remember, uh, yeah, that was uh, that was a great that was a great moment on the red carpet because George Lucas walks up. Of course, just to just to set it up for the folks who didn't watch it, this great live again Verizon production on StarWars.com where they live streamed uh, the entire red carpet with hosts Andy Gutierrez and Anthony ooh, Carboni, and uh, <laughs> and and they did a great job hosting. But man, there was they really did. There were some did a fantastic deliciously job. awkward interviews during that time yeah. and George Lucas might take the cake on that one because hey David W Collins was there too now oh that's well mm-hmm. that's true because he headed up the social stage uh, where they had like a dedicated uh, spot at the beginning of the line where he was talking to fans uh, they had bleachers set up and he, he I mean he was great as well so yeah I don't he spoke don't to think. Andy he spoke to Andy Circus and Sam uh, Whitwer yes uh, yeah I didn't see the Sam Whitwer yeah, no, it was it was uh, I mean it was a it was a big production. It was a big glamorous old Hollywood night feel. It was really fun to watch. Yeah, it was it was cool. And it and it put me in the mood. It put me in the mood for The Force Awakens. I'm ready to see this movie. Um I'm I'm ready to be immersed in the Star Wars universe again uh for the first time. And you know, it's look, it's going to be great. It, this experience, you know, I mean, we're building a story you know the three of us getting together road tripping to austin hooking up with Teresa and greg uh brian's going to be out there to go watch this movie with these people and just have this story uh it's just going to be 
in the words of this person I saw in one of the special features uh, for uh, the, the Revenge of the Sith on the digital versions, it's just fun. It's a blast. <laughs> we need. To, I, I need to grab that audio. That needs yes, to be a little be. sound drop that we use. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. I loved the uh, the feel and the flavor and the big production behind it. They really put the muscle into making this huge red carpet that a ton of media were invited to, a lot of special guests, both to the red carpet and to the screening itself. It was a big screening. It wasn't like you know a little 100-seat theater. And there were all kinds of really cool special guests there tweeting out pictures of the costumes they had on display. Of course, they rolled out the BB-8. The new C-3PO with the red arm was there on the carpet posing for pictures. Yeah. Um, and and I, I want to just jump through a couple of the interviews that we'll go over real quick uh, to talk about. But the main one I wanted to mention was just George Lucas showing up. Because you touched on his interview, which was awkward. I was just thrilled to see him. Make it for my friends! Make it for my friends! <laughs> <laughs> but I loved it. But like the last 30 seconds of that interview was him... Uh, Running into another uh, filmmaker, I forget his name, um, but it, Gary just, Marshall. Garrett, thank you. Who's like Kathleen Jurassic Kennedy's World's, husband? Jurassic Park all, will always rule, and then they get into like a little tit for tat at the end. <laughs> yeah, I I still think this whole red carpet setup was just a, a way to showcase Carrie Fisher being Carrie Fisher, and <laughs> oh, it was God. awesome. Oh, Hilarious they weren't showcasing anything. So <laughs> know, it was, what, but it was so funny. <laughs> so what happens? While they're standing there and everyone, you know, it's it's really hectic. And you just have to sympathize with the poor hosts as they're getting ready to do all this. Because uh, it, it's just big, huge, famous personalities going through. They've got 30 seconds, 90 seconds to talk to them, each as they roll through this red carpet. And and it's just like the entire... <laughs> Man, this is so good. Uh, as, uh, as, sta- as the hosts are standing there, who rolls up? Oscar Isaac. And <laughs> Carrie Fisher, uh, as well as Billy Lord, I believe was there as well. Yes, yes, that yeah, was her. Yeah, Billy was there, and they were all standing together. And I, when I, when I was watching the stream, I looked and I saw Carrie. I don't know when she grabbed it, but by the time I was paying attention, she had the blue cards, like the infamous oh, yeah. question cards that I think any. Uh, you, come on, come on, Anthony Carboni. I know you can do. You're good at this. This is your job. You don't need the blue cards. You don't no, need the they, cards. Listen, I'll tell you this. No, I think they learned from Star Wars Celebration. Let's make sure we've got a good list of questions in case they blow through with yes or no answers right out, you know, our main three or four. That's probably true. That's probably <laughs> true. Um, I, I, they seemed a lot more well-prepared and a lot better. They seemed a lot more comfortable than they did with the Star Wars Celebration coverage. Also, hey, by the way, this Sky Call powered by Verizon right now. <laughs> hey, um, all right then, all right. But uh, but yeah, so they did. I just I thought they did fantastic. Yeah. And when Carrie got the microphone, she wanted Oscar to get uh, at D Goots's microphone. Um, <laughs> and I, and I think he. No, oh, just as right he gave the, the Verizon plug too. <laughs> oh gosh, did you get much of a chance to catch it or like I, the replays I, or pictures? I did watch some of it. I haven't watched all of it yet, just because. Yeah, I mean, uh, it was like two hours long. Yeah, well, it was going on as I was literally taking my last final exam last night. That's, but I did that's catch right. I forgot about the that. Carrie Fisher you did, part, yeah, and that it was, was absolutely hilarious. Uh, Carrie just she she t- she had the blue car. She had the mic. Yeah, no, she did, and I. And I just gave 
Verizon a shout out. <laughs> it's like they heard you, man. So, so yes, and I think Andy was the true professional, and she held onto the mic. Uh, but as much as she could, as much as she but could. Now, I just want to point out, just at the very beginning, Steve. I just knew that something was weird was and great and awesome was going to happen the second I saw her with the cards because Carrie knows what she's doing. She knows that they're there to ask a couple questions and she's not. She's there to have fun. It's a big premiere. Uh, it's it's her returning to the to the to the glamour and the fame and the adoration of the thousands. And you're not just going to go through a couple like pre-screened uh, questions with Carrie Fisher. All right. No, I was, I, that was that was my that was my setup. I should have I should have uh, continued with the punchline. So then, so basically, what proceeds is is her and Oscar Isaac, respectively, either complaining that he had to pee or her swearing multiple yes. times on the live stream, yes. and Anthony Carboni's just freaked out face <laughs> there, and it's it's delicious. I was just I just was she, laughing. She was intentionally trolling him so much and uh. loving every second <laughs> of it, and she was making fun of his questions too, because like she took the question card and she looked at the question card, and then she kind of looked up at Anthony Carboni like what. <laughs> And then look back down at the question and put on this really sarcastic voice and ask the question, which, of course, Oscar Isaac played along with her and gave some sort of silly answer. It, it was it was hysterical. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that was I mean, that was um, I knew they were doing the red carpet. I just did not expect it to be such a really cool. Uh, I mean, old, old school Hollywood flavor. And I just loved yeah. it. Now, Steve, let me run, let me ask you a couple quick questions because you're uh, you're you're on the road. Uh, um, yes, I've got to say, any uh, any Star Wars advertising, any billboards in in Hazelhurst gone up yet? Not at all. No. Why would there be? It's Hazelhurst. I saw on Reddit. Haz- <laughs> Sorry, Hazelhurst doesn't realize there's a Star Wars movie coming out. <laughs> <laughs> there's a great article in the BBC that uh, a guy actually wrote that scientifically quantified what you would have to do to not learn anything about the Star Wars movie or to not participate in the hype. And he, like, names specific geographic areas that will not be around screenings of it, and you have to, like, move to West Africa to not <laughs> be <laughs> sunk in on the hype of this movie. Yeah, we, uh, it's, it's funny. I have a friend that was at my house last night when I needed to be doing a million other things. Uh, he needed some help with some stuff. Crevis, a lot of people know the name Crevis. Mm-hmm. And, he didn't realize, and he didn't realize there was a new Star Wars movie coming out. And so I pulled up the Apple TV and I showed him a couple of trailers, got on YouTube and uh, showed him a few trailers. And uh, guys, I've got a new theory uh, after rewatching that international trailer, that first international trailer. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now, this is this is all theory and speculation, gang. All right. So no one no one get mad. No one feel like it's too spoilery. All right. All right. Because it's spe- it's all speculation. When Ray is crying. I finally watched this thing on my big screen television, and it looks like she's crying over Finn. It looks like Finn is down. And the terrain looks like where Finn and Kylo Ren seem to be having their little lightsaber battle. So what if Ray, What if Finn gets his hand cut off or some such, and he's out for the count, and Ray begins to you know get upset, and the Force awakens in her, and she grabs the lightsaber and starts to go out with Kylo. But of course, she's not trained. She's not... She's not strong enough to defeat him. And just as he's going for the killing blow, a green lightsaber blade stops his blade. All right, blade. stop it. This is not... <laughs> I can't... Steve, this is... No, we can't take this kind of, this kind of excitement. This is... Uh, uh, 
<laughs> this is how I speculate. Oh. Yeah, right, right oh, now. This is uh, <laughs> everyone wow. in the chat is going to go is going nuts. Um, yeah, no, that's a. Uh, I don't. I I really think it's going to be good. And of course, this is the other thing I wanted to touch on today is that now that people are seeing it, there's the premieres last night, the, the press screenings were today. We are getting these kind of generic blurbs on reviews of the film. Um, of course, non spoilery, and there are uh, some incredible. I mean, people legitimately seem to think this is uh, an incredible film. Not just a good Star Wars film, but an incredible film. And I, that just gets me so excited. Yeah, I, I've seen a blurb here or there, and it and it's looking like it's going to be pretty good. I'm, I'm, I'm not excited as I, maybe people would think I am. I, I'm, my focus right now is getting you guys and then getting on the road. But I believe that as we sit down on Thursday to watch this thing that um, I, I may just have to wear diapers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so true. That's, I mean... <laughs> um, I get to sit next to Bethany. <laughs> I know, this is true. This uh, this is true. I, okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited, man. I, I, I can't believe... Um, I can't believe we're here. And... Uh, I do wonder what living in a post... Force Awakens world will be like though, and I, that might sound overly dramatic, but there's been so much hype around it. I mean, I went and got my hair cut earlier today, and naturally, I began talking about Star Wars with the lady cutting my hair. Who, As you do, who wasn't that familiar with it, but she was like, "Oh yes, my husband and a, and a big group of people are all going out to see it for the midnight screening, and I wish I could go, but I have work the next day, and so." <laughs> So it's just like it is everywhere. Like I'm actually kind of shocked, Steve, that you know someone who did not know that there was a Star Wars film coming out, and he actually lives in the U.S. Well, he's Kravis. <laughs> this is true. This, this is so. This is so true, um, man. So I, I'm just going to jump straight to uh, a New York Times, New York Times, and Variety, uh, and and we're just going to kind of go through what seemed to be. Like the mainstream impressions of what this film is and what we're going to see, uh, and um, I'm trying to decide. Let's see if we should do Variety or New York Times. I'll tell you what I'll do is the first one that uh, loads up on the old Chrome, which is the prize goes to Variety. Now, and this is the headline: Star Wars premieres to enthusiastic thumbs up in Hollywood. Wow! All uh, right, and uh, yeah, here we go. The Force is strong with this one on Monday night. J.J. Abrams screened for the first time in Hollywood. Uh, and the initial responses were, to the relief of fans, overwhelmingly positive. And so we're getting all these special guests uh, that tweeted out. Um, uh, well, I'll, I'll just read some of these things. Uh, of course, renowned Star Wars expert uh, and everyone's favorite, Patton Oswalt, tweeted... J.J. did it. Uh, Rain Wilson from The Office said, uh, it was epic, awesome, and perfect. Wow. Uh, man. I, I mean, I guess... Uh, man. So, I, uh, I, I'm trying to even process all of this because I'm so excited about it. But, but seriously, like um, at the premiere itself, the red carpet was interesting to watch, but I, what I was going through earlier today was a Daily Mail piece of one of their photographers, and it was just kind of a nice photo slideshow of the whole of the whole process. 
And um, I think my, my favorite part was this photographer got inside the screening uh, uh, and was allowed to take and publish some pictures from inside the screening house. And they gathered all the actors, everybody up on stage. And uh, Kathleen Kennedy had a very heartfelt and emotional speech that was like five or six minutes, like a, 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 for lack of a better term, like a rousing political speech about a celebration of how this movie should never have happened. But thanks to, and she f- talked about George Lucas's all the way from his car accident. She kind of chronicled the story of this of of this galaxy, of this uh, mythology, and and brought it forward all the way to today. And J.J. Abrams taking it on. And at the end of the speech, they uh, shine the spotlight towards front row, where sitting next to his wife and Steven Spielberg and his wife was George Lucas. And the photographer captured this amazing moment with the spotlight on George. The, he's he's kind of behind George, so you just kind of see the outline of light on the beautiful white hair of the man. <laughs> and George is sitting there, and everyone is just smiling and cheering in the audience. And it just made me happy inside. I think it's 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 the kind of thing that it's a very special moment uh, that this film has premiered. And uh, no longer even just if it's you know smashes all the box office records it, no matter if it um, is 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 the cultural event that rivals the original that doesn't matter it, what matters is is that this mythology that we've all fallen in love with has returned and it's just a very special special time yeah i i just i wonder what it must be like to be George Lucas right now because there's there's got to be so many mixes of emotions you know pride in what the franchise you begin is going towards uh, maybe a little bit of you know mixed feelings as it as it moves into others hands but then to to just see it continue on in a way that you know you probably hoped that it would but are no longer necessarily the one to do it I don't know. It's yeah. it's, it's, it's got to be an interesting feeling for yeah, him. Yeah, absolutely. It is. It is. And it was it was a special it was a special moment. And I'm glad that um, that we got some pictures inside the screening because that kind of seemed where it was most special. I think. Well, and George Lucas deserves a hearty round of applause, and he always does. And anyone who wants to be critical or, or hateful toward him just doesn't understand the fullness of what he did and what the prequels mean um, and and just how important he is not only to Star Wars from creating it, but to cinema uh, to, to the art form of filmmaking. This is a man who uh, was willing to push the medium, was willing to go outside the, the, the standard studio system and was willing to do his own thing and, and, to, and to carve his own way and regardless of what you think of the product of that, you have to, you have to respect the man, George Lucas. And I'm glad to see that he got his, uh, his well-deserved moment in the spotlight, apparently quite literally, uh, last night. Yes, absolutely. Well-deserved. And I think it's that um, the beginning of that transition to regardless of how you felt about him one way or the other, a... Um, a universal appreciation for the man as the creator of Star Wars, and I hope I hope he appreciates that because he seemed he seemed a little out of his element. He seemed a little overwhelmed. It was you know we had the little awkward interview on the red carpet and stuff. But I hope in his heart that 
sitting there next to his wife, uh, next to some of the greatest filmmakers of all time, all in the audience, everyone appreciating a brand new movie from a universe that he created. And even if it's something made that he thinks, you know, maybe is more for the fans instead of staying true to what his vision was for it, I, I, I don't think it can be argued that whatever this film is, it's set in and building upon a universe that uh, that cinema-going audiences have fell in love with more than any other universe uh, in, in cinematic history. I mean, I make that case without, without hesitation. Agreed. <sighs> wow. Well, I feel like I don't know if I can say much more than that. Yeah. You know what that? I, I got tons. I, I got tons, but I know it's a short form show, so I'm going to keep my, my mouth shut. <laughs> well, well, I'll tell you what, Steve. Uh, we're gonna what we're gonna do now is um, uh, actually I'll tell you what we'll open up the lines um, because uh, I've, we've got some folks who are in the uh, in the chat wanting to call in, and I think we'll just open up the lines and get some folks' final thoughts. So uh, you're if you're me. If, what, what what's going on? You're, you're going to open up phone lines? I mean. We've done it before. We can do it again, man. All right. Let's do it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Uh, I'm going to do, do, do. I think we had um, a note from Matt. Here we go. I'm going to see if I can get him in here <clears throat> with us because he's uh, very patiently waiting in the wings uh, since, we, since we weren't able to catch him before the show uh, proper. So we'll see if we can get uh, Matt on the line here with us. And also, Steve, I feel like what you need to hear is... This amazing. Well, we'll get to that in a second. Matt, you with us? Yeah, I am. Hey, how's it going? Uh, it's great. I uh, I can't believe that I'm uh, on the same show as uh, as my as Bethany my podcasting. You know. Oh gosh, Steve, Steve Glosson, the Steve Glosson. <laughs> I, I don't even know what to do with myself. Whatever. Come on, don't be that way. Oh. <sighs> It's good. It's great. I, I've, I'm, you know, uh, this is fantastic. I mean, we're right before the Force Awakens, and it's mm-hmm. the first time I get to talk to Steve. It's great to meet you, Steve. It's great to meet you. Now, I might have you confused with someone else. I thought, were you not down at Star Wars Weekends two years ago? I was not. I would have loved. Okay, to that's another. Then that's Wars, another but, Matt. Then that's another yeah. Matt that I've got you confused <laughs> with. I'm familiar with your name. I see you tweeting stuff all the time. It's good to talk to you, sir. Yeah, it's great. Absolutely, so. it's great to have Matt. It's uh, of course from the Six Hundred Two Club, and uh, we we did y'all's uh, a New Hope edition uh, recently, uh, and it's great to have you, man. So where where's your head at now that we're uh, your hours? Um, I feel like I've been so deep in it with I mean, like you, Riley, with with podcasting stuff and and reading, you know, uh, Journey of the Force Awakens books and stuff like that. That um, I. I don't know if I, what I'm going to do with myself like when it's over. You know, yeah. it's just kind of a strange thing to be in that place where this is, you know, it's going to be here. It's going to be kind of like Christmas Day, and you unwrap all the presents, and then you can sit back and you're like, "There's mm-hmm. that." I'm, I'm hoping it's not that strange feeling. Sometimes you get, you know, you're like, "Oh man," um, yeah. But then I'll just go back to the theater again and watch it again. So there we uh, go. it'll be okay. I, it's going to be interesting because I've never, um, again, I've never been at in theaters to see a new Star Wars film. I mean, think about that for a second. Really? So, uh, yeah, no, I, because I, again, right. remember, because we moved back to the States in what, 02? No, it was, it was like shortly after, it was like late 2001. Or maybe it was it early 02. Mm-hmm. It was shortly after 9 11 when we moved back to the States. And, and so, like, 
we, we missed it. We missed the Star Wars prequel hype machine, uh, even wow. though we're like the perfect age yeah. for it. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's it, and even Revenge of the Sith, uh, it, it it's it shot right past. It. I remember all my friends being excited about it. But like here it is. It's it's. I don't think I would have ever expected myself to be in as much of an excited, prominent Star Wars fandom position that I am today. But here I am, and I'm gonna be. It's gonna be kind of weird for me. I'm not really sure what it's gonna be like. Uh, right now, I'm kind of thinking. I'm not sure if I want to see it because a, a lot of people seem to have the tradition of seeing the film, you know, two, three, four, five, ten, twelve times mm-hmm. in the theater run, sometimes more. And I'm not sure if I want to. I, I, I'm thinking. I'm trying to think of what's the right balance of appreciating it without becoming overly familiar with it and, and eating too much at once. I don't want a free. I don't want an ice cream, an icy freeze at the roof of oh, my Star you, Wars that, No, no. Go see it 20, 30 times. <laughs> don't, don't, as much as you can. And I'll say this, Matthew, to your, uh, to your point about as far as just kind of, you know, Christmas Day anticipation, I completely see where you're coming from. But what's great about this Star Wars movie is it's not the end. Seeing this movie is yeah, not the end. This is the gateway into year after year after year after year of more Star Wars. So mm-hmm. it's that's one of the things that makes it very exciting and unique to any other Star Wars experience in the past. Yeah. Well, that's true. You know, Riley, you mentioned uh, just yesterday on the show, you guys were talking about how, you know, we're going to have another Star Wars movie next year, you know? Like, yep. I, I mean, like, we have Rogue One comes out next year, so it's not like we even have to wait too long for more Star Wars. And then, I mean, I know Dizzy doesn't promote it as much, but Rebels is still here, and it's still oh, amazing, you know? Glorious. So, yeah, it's not like we are going to be lacking for Star Wars, and then there are going to be yeah. more books coming out and more comics. And, I mean, it's just... Um, I think, for me, I'm like, I just need to try and do that thing where you keep your expectations low and you just go in looking for fun and that's when i think you start to enjoy star wars the most absolutely man it's it's and i think i actually feel pretty good about where i am in terms of expectations because i i know uh, enough about the movie to where my expectations can't really be that high because i don't know that much I just kind of know the trailers and TV spots, and that's not enough to go on to just kind of uh, already process the film. So I'm kind of looking forward to that initial uh, overwhelmed, mm-hmm. uh, over-processing uh, feeling that you get when you first see one of these things. Well, and I think there's a there's a difference between having high or low expectations and having specific expectations. Yes. So I might have high expectations of the film, but I have no specific well, there will be this kind of shot included or there will be this yeah. kind of relationship or there will be this kind of a battle scene included. So mm-hmm. while I might have high expectations, my expectations aren't specific at all. And I, I think I think that's more of the mindset, uh, or at least it's my belief that that's the mindset uh, you should enter a film with. That's a, that's a great point and a great distinction, Bethany. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really like that. That was well said, my well, friend. Well, I, have, I do have a question. I have a question for you, Matt. Are you a collector at yeah. all? Oh, okay, goodness, well, see, Steve. Other... I, I totally am. <laughs> I, I can't tell <laughs> well, you see, the hours the I put thing. in looking for the you know Phasma 6-inch. I can't find anywhere. So. Oh, I can't either. I'm looking. So if anyone knows, <laughs> one sees one. I, I think I've got a friend sending me one for Christmas, but we'll see. Oh, um, lucky I man. Do have, I do have this to say about that, though. Think of all the figures we haven't gotten yet, 
And <laughs> after the movie, those will finally be released. You see, like your Han and your Leia yep. and your Luke, yep. you know, of age. And so that's what's coming. You know, that that's the other thing that's going to keep it going. And so we're we're basically boarding a train that we're going to have to throw ourselves off of if we want to jump off over the next two or three years. Yeah. Well, uh, I, that's a question I have for you, Steve. Um, you know, how long does does Disney want to do this Star Wars thing before you, like, destroy it to the point where somebody doesn't want to go see a new Star Wars film because there's too much? How long do you think that lasts? Uh, what do you think they need to do to, to keep that from happening? I, I think you've got to keep it if they're going to do a yearly one, they need to keep it to one a year. They don't need to go the Marvel model of two per year. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, I, th- I think you definitely keep it annual. And I think that maybe after episode nine, you cool off for about three years. Um, and, and you just kind of let it hang for a little bit and then bring it back around. Um, mm. that, I think that's going to be the key is giving it a rest here and there. Um, otherwise, you may end up going the route of the old EU and just becoming bloated and becoming too much of a good thing. Mm. That's, I think, been my fear. If there's any trepidation with it, is it that there'd be so much of it that I would I would finally get tired of Star Wars, and I don't want that to happen. Yeah. Um, well, but then at the same time, too, you know, uh, I, I don't. I don't ever want my Star Wars to be too fanboyish, you know? I, I always want it to kind of be, like, challenging, you know? Every original trilogy film was like that. Every prequel trilogy film was like that. The Clone Wars were like that. Rebels has been like that. And I'm I'm hoping that they'll continue that trend, that there's just that unexpected thing, like, oh, I, do I like this? Oh, I love it, you know? So I, I think that's the other thing for me I've been kind of worried about. And I think, well, there's another really big factor in this that we have to be, that, that, that really changes it. That's if, if these movies are really good, right? If, they really, if they're good, then I think we're, we're, we can welcome that model. And I do like that idea yeah. of uh, annual, but not really going more. And I think, uh, I mean, uh, hopefully, I think if, if Marvel's playing their cards right, that's kind of what they're going to do after Infinity War. Um, because I think there's, a, there's there, that, that huge thirst for superheroes is definitely being quenched now especially if you look at this 2016 roster of movies. Um, and so mm-hmm. it'll be, uh, I think it'll be, if they play it smart, they'll kind of uh, ride that way because I, I think interest kind of does go up and down when it comes to these things. And I think right now, interest in Star Wars has never been higher. And in fact, they've always, they've always played this entire marketing campaign. They've played a bit under expectations. It's sort of like Apple when they release a device and, and you, you always want a few less on the market than the market demands. And there's such high demand for Star Wars that it seems overwhelming, like all this stuff. But believe me, like the merchandising tie-ins, the, the marketing, the posters, the media appearances, it could be a lot less restrained. And I think Disney has been brilliant in the way that they've kind of rolled out this film in a way that's respectful, that's smart, and most importantly, that's fun. That's, that's had mm. everyone... Whenever you see a marketing material piece or whenever you see one of these... Uh, late night show appearances. It's just uh, make sure that you uh, watch your exit as you as you turn. Uh, 
That's right. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, I, I can't. I love, I love, by the way, this episode, I'm, I thought about using, I'm thinking about using a noise removal, but I love the, the small hum in the background. It's kind of like you're riding in the car with Steve. I love this. It's perfect. It's perfect, man. That's like an episode title making, right there. I'm in Macon. I just got on, I, I'm getting on I-75 North right now, getting ready to merge from 16 to 75. So. Oh, man. Man, see that puts you, uh, yeah, well, that puts and, you and like I an think, hour and some change. I, I think it's it's difficult to oversaturate a market in some ways because there are so many different ways to merchandise and to market to reach so many different people uh, that you're you're not really going to catch it all unless you're a fan and you're looking for it. Yeah. So while people who are not Star Wars fans might say, wow, what is all this Star Wars stuff that's everywhere? Sure, sure, it's, yeah. That's actually the whole but, point of it all. And it's, it, I think, you know, Steve, I think you're right when you say that there can be an oversaturation of material. Uh, but at the same time, I, I'm, I don't necessarily think that that's because we fans wouldn't be able to appreciate two films per year. Yeah. But it's because... If you have too many creators involved in creating too much at once, there's no real easy way to uh, control it, to funnel it, to make sure the story all fits. There's no quality control. No, I could see that for sure. And uh, but I, I, it's I, they're they're doing it right or, so far. Or there's or right? there's less, perhaps I should. Yeah, say but that. I, and they're nailing it so far. Is the thing that's yeah, so amazing yeah. about it. And, and like every time I, I go into uh, another department store looking for Star Wars Lego on sale. Uh, which I'm doing a lot these days. Uh, I, uh, I I'm seeing parents and kids walking around the, the toy aisle talking about Star Wars, and it's just in the wild at a level that I've never ever seen before. Uh, well, that I haven't seen since Revenge of the Sith, since since bouncing around the toy aisles looking at the unleashed figures uh, during the oh, Revenge of the a, Sith re- release. I sense a presence, a presence I've not felt since since. 2005. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's funny, Riley, you're just talking about the, the and, and Steve, you brought the merchandising in. Um, I was, uh, I, I'm, I'm one of the Disney uh, movie rewards people and you, you get the little points, you know, off the films and Steve, you do uh, your, your Disney show, um, which I enjoy. And so every time I get a new Blu-ray, I, I pop those points in there and I just save them till there's something cool. So I'm on there the other day yes, and sir. I'm looking to see what they've got and you can get the force awakens one sheet movie poster for a no. thousand points nice. yes oh i've yes. got to go on there i'm getting it you I'm do it. steve you have to get it and i got it and it, it's on my wall and it's legit like it's it's a one sheet just like you would see in a movie theater with the back side so that you could put it in the you know the glass case and illuminated it's oh, beautiful light. Nice. Yeah, it's beautiful. So uh, it's on my wall now, and uh, <laughs> I awesome. Bruce Gibson. I told him about it, and he jumped on top of that and on his Disney Movie Rewards points. So yeah, I mean, just the small nice. everyday places you find Star Wars that you weren't expecting it, and oh, yeah. man, Disney's doing it right. Can, can I make a confession as well? I I have not necessarily stated. Uh, very clearly anyway, that I, I am really honestly so excited to have a Star Wars film that has a female Force-sensitive in it. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, sure. I, I mean, as much as I, I... Some of my favorite books and movies, 
uh, star mainly male characters, and that's perfectly fine with me. I think stories are, you know, a, a story doesn't have to have a female character to interest me or to make me feel like I can identify. Uh, but at the same time, it's so exciting to finally have a Star Wars film where there's hopefully the equivalent of a a, a main female character who's also force sensitive, just because. Oh, man, just because just I've always kind of wanted to see someone like me who's well, also like a Jedi. Did you see Harrison Ford? Well, now, oh, go ahead, see. Well, I was going to say, now, Ray is definitely, I think Ray is definitely our main character of this, of this film. I don't know that she's Force-sensitive, though. I'm just speculating into that. End. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah. say anything because I saw that stupid spoiler. No, no, uh, don't, don't, don't talk. I don't, don't know, talk. I don't know. La, la, I, la, to, la, 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 la. No. To <laughs> me, it's, it's just, you know, it's calling to you. So for mm. me, I'm only just putting saying, together. You're just let it in. Yeah, you're just letting let it you're in. letting it in. <laughs> so I'm just for me, <laughs> from what I've gathered from the trailers and teasers, it seems like she's force sensitive. That's kind of the assumption I'm going on now. I'm not. I'm not going to look at any spoilers. And <laughs> Matthew rushing. I swear. I wasn't asking for it. I was. I. I was so there's mad. A, you you should have heard. I, me. I was so mad. All oh. I did was fire up my Twitter one day and. Uh, and, yep, I'm telling you, man. So I'm pretty surprised that I haven't gotten any big spoilers, and, I, yeah. and I'm kind of staying pretty limited on 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 hunting down Star Wars news in these last 48 hours or so. I've, I've actually become a little bit afraid of going onto the Star Wars Report Twitter yeah. account yeah. now. <laughs> I just like with good reason. Um, with good reason. Well, what's funny is like <laughs> uh, some uh, an unnamed uh, blogger. I won't I won't say who, but like I I, I heard through the grapevine like someone uh, they're 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 doing these press screenings, and I heard there's a, a blogger who like. Had someone did a, a write up of the of the point, you know play by play of the entire film, I'm like, why would you read a play by forty eight hours out? Why would you read? Ah, uh, uh, why would you go for boring when you can have exciting? I uh, yeah, it's it's a tough call. It's, it's a weird feeling, <laughs> but I I know it's it's kind of um, it's I, I, I the the further we get, I feel like the further we get into Star Wars tonight, the the less my ability to uh, functionally communicate <laughs> happens. Well, I have a question. So it was someone who was at, like at a press screening, and they did this. Well, and it's and not publicly. It's not. It's not. A, it's not public knowledge. Someone at a press oh. screening privately sent someone who is yeah. not yeah, yeah, a play-by-play oh, okay. play of the movie. I was just like, oh, don't do no. that. No, mm, mm, mm. no, that's not cool. Yeah, that's not cool. By the way, guys, I do want to confess, I am getting off the beaten path really quickly. I'm going to get some supper, for I've not eaten. All day. Uh, do so. Do so. Ooh, yeah. well, in fact, actually, since you're getting off the beaten path, I kind of feel like this is, we, we've been going for some time. We've kind of processed our emotions. We've had, <laughs> we've had the A-T music playing in the background. Actually, no, it's the Princess Leia theme, but it kind of sounds like the A-T. I love <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's been a, it's been a journey. And uh, Steve, I can't wait to see you in just a matter of an hour or two. So that's going to be awesome. It's going to be a great time. going to be a great yeah. time. Tell Mama Blanton we're going to party all night. Oh, I will. <laughs> I will. We certainly are. It's going to be all kinds of Republican debate primary watching happening up in this house. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Steve. Steve, take us home. I know you gotta you got to roll, but, um, but man, just take us home. How are you feeling? And... I want you to be the Han Solo returning to that Millennium Falcon. Uh, tell us how you feel. Uh, I, hope, I hope it's true. I hope that we are indeed home. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to being with you guys. I'm looking forward to the experience. 
And uh, hopefully this will be a movie I have to see in theaters 30, 40 times. Absolutely. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Steve, we'll let you go, and uh, we'll do our plugs and everything, but uh, appreciate it, man. Geekoutpodcast.com. Do it. That's Steve Glossett, everybody. Again, uh, if you're not listening to Geek Out Loud, what's wrong with you? Do it. Uh, speaking of things like... Speaking of things that you should be listening to, uh, Matt, tell us. I know you've got creative uh, podcasts and projects that happen on the old internet. Uh, Goodness. Um, I do a few podcasts, but uh, ones people will probably be interested in. uh, you got the 602 Club, uh, as well as the 602 Club special Star Wars feed you can find. Um, That's through trek.fm online at trek.fm. Uh, and uh, we're a feature provider there on iTunes, so you can check that out. We do all things geeky, um, so everything from, of course, the wars because you got to talk to wars uh, to things like um, we did the Bond, some Bond films. Uh, we've done uh, the Hobbit. I mean, we just all over the place with with great geek stuff. So check that out. And uh, I'm on Twitter at MattRushing02. So um, hit me up anytime. I, I love to talk geek stuff. Absolutely. And I'm t- I, man, it's aw- I love that you guys did a dedicated Star Wars feed. You're going to need it when the Trek franchise crashes and burns after that terrible uh, Beyond trailer. <laughs> uh, I'm, kidding. That? I'm kidding. Seriously, what did you think of it? Thumbs up or down? <laughs> Uh, I, I I like the trailer, um, but I mean, you know, a minute and a half, I don't know anything yet, so yeah, we'll see. I, I think it was poor marketing. Maybe it's a great movie. I don't know. It just uh, didn't quite strike the, the note Riley was looking for, and I even love the Fast and Furious movies. Uh, I'll just put that right out there. Uh, but Well, what, what can we say? It looks like it's beyond furious, so. <laughs> Fast oh, and Furious goodness. Beyond. That should be the title of that movie. <laughs> Folks, uh, you can, uh, you, here's a couple things you want to do. Make sure that uh, you leave us a rating and review. You can go to StarWarsReport.com slash iTunes. That gets you to our iTunes page. Leave a review. Huge thanks to everybody who's been getting out the word this entire process. It's really been a huge help in getting the word out on the podcast. Um, and, uh, and again, huge thanks to uh, all the new patrons who jumped on for this journey. This is, this is possibly farewell. This may be the last episode of Star Wars tonight. We'll see if we're able to do something tomorrow or Thursday, uh, but just stay tuned on that. Uh, but for now, thank you to the patrons, uh, Robbie, Kai, Mario, is, um, uh, um, Matt, Mate, Mate, uh, <laughs> whoever that guy is. Anyway. I, I, that guy's weird. Don't worry about him. <laughs> Uh, Devin and Daniel, you guys are awesome. Uh, and again, uh, uh, Matt, you're on the air now, so I love the artwork you did. Thanks so much for doing it. It's awesome. Oh, yeah, that was so much fun. I was like, Riley needs some some great artwork for no, this let's show. Let's be honest where you're like, man, that is absolute crap. That poorly photoshopped <laughs> uh, Earth slash Death Star. Let's do this professionally. <laughs> and then I Well, you, I sir. don't know if that's professional, but uh, I, I was like, I got to help a brother out. He, this show needs this show needs to be front and center for people. So. Awesome! It's been I mean it's been crazy. I've absolutely loved this process. Uh, you can follow Bethany on Twitter. It's at Bethany L Blanton as, mm-hmm. as well as Instagram. Yeah, same on Instagram. Find me on Facebook, Bethany Blanton. There it is. Do it. Uh, I'm also on Twitter. It's at the Riley Guy. Same for Instagram, and then of course the show at Star Wars Tonight. Uh, but here's what you also want to do if you if you've been listening to this program. Have you been enjoying it and you like uh, us talking about Star Wars? Here's what you want to do. Because there's a lot of people jumping on board here that don't know about this other thing that I've been doing for like five years now. And that's the Star Wars Report podcast. The Star Wars Report? What's this? 
Well, it's a weekly show where we talk about everything the Star Wars community talks about. And so now that we're in the waning days of this program, at least until another Star Wars movie comes out and we do another 30-day countdown, <laughs> at least for now, uh, make sure that you subscribe to the Star Wars Report on iTunes as well. We'll be doing our uh, total breakdown, initial reactions, and uh, movie reviews uh, all throughout the rest of this month and into January. It's going to be a blast. Make sure you're tuned into StarWarsReport.com and all of our programming there with all of our various podcasters and bloggers, all that good stuff. But that's going to put the wraps on this episode of Star Wars Tonight. Thank you so much for tuning in. This has been episode 22. Not unlike Taylor Swift's popular song. <laughs> I don't know about you, but oh, I'm Don't make me sing, Riley. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so long, folks. Remember, the Force will be with you always, especially for the next 38 hours until we see the Star Wars movie. That's pretty <laughs> that's, that's a thing. It's a thing. Folks, uh, if you're uh, on the live stream, not the podcast, we're in the live stream, we're going to take uh, some calls and have some fun afterwards as well while we uh, wait for Steve Glosson to get here. Uh, so stay tuned uh, for the podcast, folks. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you. We'll see you soon. Ooh, boy. Let me, uh, let me get Just to the recorder here. Man, that was awesome. <laughs>